Hey y'all, welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. So last week, we began the process of going through five possible reasons that you are not creating business builders. And we got through the first two, which is you are not engaging in the process or you're not engaging in the process consistently. So today I want to pick up with reason number three, which is you're not engaging in the process completely. Meaning you might be sharing about the business opportunity with people, but you're not actually following up about it. So you probably have heard me say before that it takes an average of 8 to 12 exposures before someone is going to make a purchase decision when it comes to your product. So you'll share your products with somebody and some people will purchase way before you have followed up with them or exposed to them eight times. And some will be way more than 12. But on average, eight to 12 exposures is the amount of um, follow-ups that someone would need before they decide to make the investment in your products. So the business opportunity is the same way. Most people cannot conceive of themselves doing something like this at first. Most people have some reason or an objection in their mind for why they don't want to do this or could not be successful at this. And so you're going to have to be willing to not only share about the opportunity with them, but build their belief that they could be successful at this and help them overcome their own objections, help them get out of their own way. And that takes an exposure process. I was one of those people who did not see myself doing something like this. And even like even when I did catch the vision for what was possible with this opportunity and believed in the business model, I in no way believed that I could be successful at it. And so I'm really thankful that my upline, Fallon, was really patient with me and was willing to help me overcome my own objections and get out of my own way so that I could be successful. And you need to be willing to do that for other people too. You can't just take a no as no, never. You have to perceive a no as I don't actually know what you know, but if I did, I likely would make the same decision you made. 
And in order to get someone to the point of knowing what you know and believing what you believe, that's a process. It's not usually something you can do all in one sitting or all in one message. It's usually an exposure process that takes place over time that changes their perspective. So what does the process of following up with someone about the opportunity specifically look like? So for me, when someone orders products from me, if I have not already shared the opportunity with them by the time they order, then I'm going to bring it up when they order. I'm going to let them know about their referral link. I'm going to ask them if they love the products, would they be telling people about it at that, which is what I refer to as the magic question. And that magic question is going to reveal their objection about the opportunity. Once I know their objection, then I'm going to offer perspective and help try to help them overcome that objection so that they could earn some extra money if they wanted to or reach their potential. So whenever I share the opportunity with people or I ask that magic question, I would say about 80% of people are going to say, yes, but. Meaning, yeah, I'm open. If I love the products, I would tell people about it, but I have an objection, okay? 10% of people are completely closed. Not my people anyway. And then the other 10% see the opportunity right away and they just want to jump in and run full steam ahead. And those are always fun. But most people are somewhere in the middle. They're open but they have an objection or some sort of limiting belief. And so I will offer perspective and I will go through feel, felt, found, and I will overcome their objection. But oftentimes people still are not going to take action because in the back of their mind, either they have more limiting beliefs that they haven't disclosed to me or they're just not over it right? They're still skeptical or they're still hanging on to what they want to think and believe. And so for those people who, after I've gone through this process, they still are taking no action or they're not interested in sharing about the products or making money right then, then I know I'm going to need to engage in a process of follow-up. And I like to think of this process as similar to how a farmer would plant seeds, nurture and water them, and then eventually there comes a harvest and you cultivate the crop, right? Versus a hunter who is just laser focused on getting that prey. So I'm not a hunter type of person. I'm definitely more of, I want to, I value relationships And I want to be focused on serving the other person. And so I'm going to ask good questions and listen and try to figure out solutions for what the person's needs are. So, for example, if this person has said, yes, if I love the products and I would be sharing about it, essentially what they have told me is I am open to making money. I am open to a business opportunity. However, I have to believe in the products before I would be willing to put my reputation behind it. Essentially, that's what I'm going to perceive this person saying, even though they didn't say it in quite so many words. 
So if that's what they're saying, yes, I'm open, but I have to believe in the products first, then I know that my job with this customer of mine is to build their belief in the products. So a couple of things. I'm going to continue to do things that I believe would build their belief in the products in exactly the same way I would have if I was trying to get them to purchase the products. So basically, they purchase the products and I tell myself they're not sold on the products. They are still skeptical. They are in a I'm going to try this and see how it goes mindset, but they don't have full belief yet. And so I feel like it's my job at that point to build their belief in the products. So I would follow up with them about the products in the same way I would if I was trying to get them to purchase the products, which by the way, you are still trying to get them to purchase products because you're not just trying to sell them that first order and then so they can try it or whatever and then they just quit and you lose them, right? You want them to believe in the products so that they will keep ordering, and when they continue to order and stay consistent on their products, then they're going to get results. So in order to build their belief in the products or continue to quote unquote follow up with them about the products, I might once a week send them another testimonial of somebody who got results with an area I know that this person really wants results with and encourage them that I know that their results are coming to with consistency. Or I may invite them to a product event where I know they're going to get a fuller explanation of how the products work and how they help people. Or I may share an article with them that I find that describes how what this person's issue is, is caused by something that I know my products help with. So for example, in our company, gut health, inflammation, blood sugar balance. If I can find a link between their migraines and gut health or their migraines and blood sugar balance or their migraines and inflammation, three things I know my products help with, then I'm going to send them that article and say, this is why it's so important that you are addressing these things because, and this is why these products are getting to the root and I cannot wait to hear your story and see the results that you get. So those are the types of things that I would do to continue building their belief in the products, along with every single time they are having some sort of win on the products, whether it's my left toe doesn't hurt, or I don't get winded walking to the mailbox, or I couldn't finish my plate tonight at dinner, I was full faster than normal, whatever it is, sleeping better, falling asleep faster, any sort of progress, I'm going to celebrate the heck out of it. And I'm going to say, oh my gosh, so many people struggle with that. Are you telling people about this? Because there are people literally praying for relief from something that you have a natural solution to offer them. Who do you know that could benefit from this? So see how that is A, serving them by educating them and building their belief in the products and how the products are going to help them, but also B, it is planting a seed, watering it, nurturing it, 
giving it some sunshine and what it needs to grow. And eventually there does come a harvest. So for people who have said, yes, I would share after I get my own results, you definitely want to be so focused on building their belief in the products because they've already told you they would be interested if they believed in the product. So you want to make sure they believe in the products, they love their products, and that they are getting great results. And you want to ask them for every small win, who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Now, if I am sensing that someone lacks belief in themselves versus the products, then I may follow up in different ways. First of all, I'd want to give this person specific reasons why I believe in their potential. Everyone appreciates a genuine compliment, but most people don't receive a genuine compliment on a regular basis. And also, people can tell the difference between flattery and a genuine compliment. Flattery causes people to be skeptical, but a genuine compliment is always appreciated. So be genuine. What is it about this person that makes you think that if they decided they wanted to pursue this business opportunity and be successful at it, that they would be able to do that? Communicate that to them and communicate it to them more than once. And pay attention going forward for things that they are good at that you can call out to them. When you catch them doing something well, then you can remind them of their potential by saying, see, this is exactly why I think if you did decide to do this, you would be so great at it because you fill in the blank. People trust you. People love you. People are drawn to you. You serve people well. You have integrity. You're such a great mom. You're ambitious, you're such a learner, you're a hard worker, you're a leader. The list goes on and on and on. Find something that this person does well and use that as evidence that they could be successful here. And then go a step further by finding someone who is successful at this, who has that same quality And use that as more evidence to validate what you are saying. Use that social proof. You never know when your belief in someone could be the catalyst for them believing in themselves. Okay, so we talked about how to follow up with someone who lacks belief in the products and how to follow up with someone who lacks belief in themselves How do you follow up with someone who lacks belief in network marketing or in the business opportunity itself? Well, this is not one that I get a lot. I will say that I think that most people this day and age understand the power of the business model, so they may not believe that they could be successful at it, but they're not usually opposed to the business model itself. And if they are, they're not usually going to be willing to even buy products from an MLM. So I've really only seen stuff like this in passing, like maybe scrolling social media or something like that. I don't generally have conversations with people 
where this objection comes up because probably we just don't get to this point. I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that have this objection, but if somebody has a limiting belief in the business model, I would likely show them reputable, credible people who have been very successful at this. I would show them anything that would add credibility to the company. So, you know, their rating with the Better Business Bureau or any awards that they have won or their income disclosure statements and things like that. And I would likely try to figure out what experience they have had with network marketing companies in the past that have caused them to have this opinion. And then I would probably try to offer them perspective. Like, what if you go to Chick-fil-A on one side of town and it's a fantastic experience, but then you go to a Chick-fil-A on the other side of town and it's a terrible experience. Are you going to blame Chick-fil-A or are you going to consider the management, the team, the leaders? Probably not going to blame Chick-fil-A because you had one bad experience in one location, right? Now, if it became a pattern across a lot of locations, then you may start to wonder about the actual franchise itself, right? But honestly, guys, I just don't usually get this objection. I'm trying to remember over my past 10 years of being in network marketing, have I ever had a personal conversation with someone who was opposed to network marketing? I can only recollect one conversation. And it was somebody who was very close to me, who was not supportive of my decision to endeavor in this business opportunity. And I think that what you focus on expands. And so I'm so focused on looking for people that I can truly help that I'm not really dwelling on the naysayers. So if someone did lack belief in network marketing, I would try to offer them perspective and share with them what I know that has built my belief in the opportunity. But I don't really spend a lot of time trying to convince people who are just flat out anti MLM, just not a productive use of time when there are so many people out there who are very much open and needing what I'm offering. Okay, so we talked about ways that you can follow up about the opportunity with people who lack belief in the products or lack belief in themselves or in the business model. But there are certain ways you can follow up that are going to apply across the board to everyone, no matter what their limiting belief is. And you're just going to want to engage in that follow-up process with them. So some examples might be invite them to an opportunity event. Also, share wins from your team. And if you don't have wins from your own downline, then share wins from your sidelines. Share your own personal wins. When you earn a prize or you earn a bonus or you hit a new rank, that is the perfect time to touch base with anybody that you have ever shared the opportunity with and let them know, hey, I just earned this thing. 
And I thought of you again because I know that if I can do this, you can do this. I don't know if the timing has changed or not, but if it has, do you want to take a look? Because one more time, let me remind you of your potential. Here's why I think you could be successful at this. So use any wins that you have, any wins that your team has, or sidelines as an opportunity to remind your prospects and your customers of their business building potential. And always be sharing stories with them of people who are just like them or have the same background or the same qualities as them who are very successful at this and tell them, you remind me of this person. If they can do it, you can do it. Okay, so I have given you three out of the five possible reasons that you are not creating business builders. And just to recap, they are, number one, you're not engaging in the process of creating business builders. Number two, you're not engaging in the process consistently. Number three, you're not engaging in the process completely. And next week, we're going to close out this series with the last two reasons, which are you're not engaging in the process effectively or you lack credibility. How to tell if that's you and what to do about it. So was this helpful to you today? If it was, would you do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? And it also means the world to me when you guys shout me out on social media and tag me. Your feedback is so valuable and so encouraging to me. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this week, guys. See y'all next week.